0: Good evening students! It is so good to have you in this supplemental review session for the exam. As noted in the syllabus, there will be three exams a semester and a final exam. Um, the lowest exam score will be dropped before calculating the total exam score for a total of 600 points. Any time constraint or conflict that is university approved can serve as a basis for rescheduling an exam. Any missed exam is an absence, if not excused, will result in an automatic zero for the exam. However, this score can serve as the dropped score. So this is what I am referring to when I say you can drop your lowest grade. Um, the exam will be released on Friday, September 16th, 2022, instead of Wednesday, September 14th, 2022. You have 24 hours to take it. The deadline is final. No exceptions will be made except for reasons approved by the university. The link to respond to the test assignment will close after 24 hours. And the Moodle link will close after 24 hours to upload the hard copy. So keep that in mind. Uh, uh, hopefully you are able to uh, get all the tasks done. Now to prepare for this exam. Um, wishing you all the best. So let's begin the review. We review for exam 1. Let me change the view Full screen There we go So this is uh, uh, This is a version of the review We will review for exam 1 on Wednesday Homework 3 will be due on Sunday So these are some quick facts you want to just go through Um, So as I said earlier Homework 3 which will be uh, Given On Saturday September 10th. It'll we'll be given Sunday, September 10th. And it'll be due on Sunday. But let's just review some quick facts. One, solids have a definite shape and are not appreciably compressible. So you want to know these facts. These are going to be important for you to know. It's important for you to review the videos on YouTube, as well as the notes from the class, and the PowerPoint, and the handouts, in the packets. Especially this review video. Sodium na is a chemical symbol for elemental sodium. 3 if mod is uniform throughout it cannot be uh, cannot be separated into other substances by physical processes but can be decomposed into other substances by chemical processes It is called a compound 4 symbol for the element potassium is K. Also remember there will be a quiz given on Monday and on Wednesday. 5. The symbol for the element magnesium is mg. 6. The initial or explanation for some scientific phenomenon or occurrence is called a hypothesis. 7. A concise verbal statement or mathematical equation that summarizes a broad variety of observations and experiences is called a law. 8. A separation process that depends on differing abilities of substances to form gases is called distillation. Let's proceed. The SI unit for mass is kilogram. 10. Uh, my apologies if this is not that clear. 10 or 1 degree of temperature. The 1 degree of temperature that is smallest on on the, the finite temperature scale. Um, actually you should read, a oh, one degree temperature is smallest on the finite temperature scale. 11, a common English set of units for expressing velocity is miles per hour. The SI unit for velocity is meter per second. Momentum is defined as a product of mass and velocity. The SI unit for momentum is kilogram meter per second. Also some review tips. Review homeworks one and two. Review the quizzes that I will give you, and review the lecture videos and problem-solving sessions, and you should be fine and set for the exam. Remember, the exam is fifty questions, fifty-five questions, fifty multiple choice, and five short answers. Um, number fourteen: the SI unit of temperature is Kelvin. Number fifteen: the temperature of twenty-five degrees Celsius is two hundred ninety-eight in Kelvins. Sixteen: the freezing point of water at one atm pressure is zero degrees. Seventeen. The temperature of 400 K is the same as 261 degrees Fahrenheit. Eighteen. The temperature of 290 K is the same as 63 degrees Fahrenheit. Also, the number 1.00430 has six significant figures. Additionally, in the following list, only light is an example of light. is not, In the following list, only light is not an example of matter. Before um, the law of constant composition applies to compounds and it says that the composition of a compound is always the same. Moving forward, the quantum mechanical model of the atom is important because it explains how electrons exist in atoms and how those electrons determine the chemical and physical properties of elements light is a transverse wave and is the form of re- em radiation electromagnetic radiation light travels at 3.00 times 10 to the 8 meters per second 7.3 the wavelength of the wave is the distance in space between adjacent crests and is measured in units of distance e equals hc over lambda where e equals h nu and nu is c over lambda 7.5 a. The frequency of the light is related to the color, new or uh, v, however you want to say it. It's new. It's directly proportional to the energy of the disturbance, and which is related to the color of the light. Um, for one of your homework assignments, there was a question that said to explain the wavelength. You want to know the answers to that very well. For gamma. Rays, the frequency, the wavelength, and also, you want to know it for X-rays, ultraviolet rays, visible light, infrared rays, microwaves, and radio waves. 7.3, the wavelength of the wave is the distance the space between adjacent crests, as measured in units of distance, as I said earlier. The amplitude of the wave is the vertical height of a crest, the more closely spaced the waves, The shorter the wavelength, the more energy there is. The amplitude, the more energy there is. The amplitude of the electric and magnetic fields in light determine the intensity or brightness of the light. The higher the amplitude is, the more energy the wave has. So I just want to give you a quick guide. There'll be five types of short answer questions, short answer calculations that I will. Released to you or give you on the exam. One type of short answer question, so you'll have fifty multiple choice, and they'll primarily be facts and a few calculations. The calculation questions for the short answer will be in five categories. One problem will be on EM radiation, that'll be a dimensional analysis problem. The other problem will be on the wave nature of matter using the Broglie's equation. The other question will be on atomic spectroscopy. The other question will be on quantum numbers. And then you will have to know how to draw a young double split diagram. Um, so, for example, if you're given a problem where you're given the distance to the sun as one point four nine six ten to the 8 kilometers, and you're required to find the time for light to travel from the sun to the earth, you'll think through and you'll come up with a conceptual plan. The conceptual plan will be you convert the distance in kilometers, distance in meters to time, and then the solution would be uh, the distance, compared to meters, then multiplied by the reciprocal of the speed of light to give you the time that would be 499 seconds. So the way of nature of my sample problem would involve, say you were given a mass of 9.109 times 10 to 31 kilograms, lambda is 0.2 nanometers, find the frequency Conceptual plan would be you take the mass and the wavelength, convert to frequency using u is equal to Planck's constant h over mass times wavelength. The solution is going to be 6.626 times 10 to the minus 34 kilograms meters squared per second squared over 9.109 times 10 to the minus 31 kilograms times 0.2 nanometers times one meter over one times ten to the nine nanometers. That's going to give you three point six and ten to the six meters per second. The units are correct. Mine to Zar does what we expected from the particle being calculated here. The particle speed being calculated here and the particle is the electron. Okay. My apologies for her, if some of these pictures are blurry. So note, on the exam you will be given a spectrum. So this is an example of the atomic spectroscopy problem. For the problem, you'll be required to solve the energy. You'll be required to know, uh, find the lambda, the wavelength. And you'll also be required to determine which region of the spectrum it is in. So say, for example, you were given a problem that said, you started the second quantized, or second orbital, and you the reaction relaxed to the first orbital. And how you would calculate that, you would use rigorous Rigberg's equation, in which you input the final and initial quantized states, then you get the energy values, and then you use the energy values. Using E equals AT over lambda, you transpose it so that lambda is the subject, and then you get the wavelength, and you find that that's typically in the UV or ultraviolet range. So for quantum numbers, you want to know your principal quantum number, n. You want to know your angular quantum number, l. You want to know the magnetic quantum number, m sub l. And you want to know the spin quantum number, m sub s. You want to know the Heisenberg Uncertainty Principle. You want to know Pauli's Exclusion Principle. You want to know wave-particle duality ideas. And you want to know the photoelectric effect. Note, writing electron configurations will be assessed in exam 2, not exam 1. Also, you want to know how to draw Young's double-spit experiment. That's kind of the review. Uh, We'll discuss more review. We'll do more review on Wednesday. On Monday, we'll be regular lecture. Note, you'll have two quizzes. You'll have a quiz on Monday and a quiz on Wednesday. All of this is just preparation for the exam so that you are well-versed in the calculations and you have a good understanding as to how to proceed with the exam. The quiz will be released on Monday morning and quiz, uh, quiz 2 will be released Monday morning, quiz 3 will be released Wednesday morning. I so hope you're doing well and hope you do well on the exam. Thank you, Mr. Bourne, for joining me today. Welcome to The New Chemist. We're glad you're listening. Feel free to download this podcast on Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Odyssey, a variety of other platforms. Here on The New Chemist, we discuss chemistry, which simply put is the science of change, as well as careers, community research, and Nobel Prize laureate lectures in chemistry, analyzing their speeches. We're happy you're tuning in. My guest today is a former teacher of mine from the great Bishop Michael Eldon High School, Mr. Bourne. Thank you for joining me today. It is so good to hear from you. Just briefly I'll inform my audience about you. So Mr. Bourne is a legend and a great teacher in his own right. He grew up in Guyana, went to an excellent university, passed several examinations, also he was a avid cricketer, Um, he pursued his degrees, got distinction. He's been accomplished in his own right, a Google Educator Certified Level 1, he's married has children, and he's also an ordained minister of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, and he currently serves in worships at Word of Life Ministries International. Once again, it is good to have Mr. Bourne on the podcast today! <laughs> awesome, so exciting.
1: awesome, awesome, good to be here David, good to yeah. be here.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Mr. Bourne, what have been your long-standing interests in the fields of science?
1: Um, I tell you what, I, I really, really, um, I really like organic chemistry. That's one of my areas that I've been really, really interested in. Um, and when I teach, that's always been one of my more passionate areas. I'm also very passionate about food and analytical chemistry and STEM education. So those are just a few of the areas that I'm really, really interested in. And, um, you know, really, um, really trying as much as I can to, to make an impact in those areas even uh, at high school level
0: okay yeah that's good that's good so I have a quick question on that same on that same trend what practical thing have you done with, uh, recent even in the pandemic that allowed you to teach those concepts effectively like organic chemistry concepts or the anal- basic analytical chemistry concepts what have you done that has worked yes. so well?
1: Well, I tell you what—it's it, uh, as you talked about the pandemic. The pandemic is really—that was one of the things that really threw a curveball in education, and um, we had to look for resources. Um, and some of the ones that we would have used are some of the simulations that help students to really understand. I think Feth is one of the ones that I I mm-hmm. used quite mm-hmm. extensively. Um, I also, you know, try to get as a, a lot of digital content. Um, CK12 is a um, program that I really, I I fell in love with and uh, my students were really, really interested to, you know, be absorbed in that kind of material because what it did, it not only gave them, you know, the the simple read this or watch this video, but they also had um, animations and they had um, simulations and those kinds of things that really drove some of these concepts home a whole lot better than um you know we could have done you know teaching it in a more conventional way
0: okay yeah that's good yeah simulation is good. even in graduate school we used a few simulations like Webino, in which we can look at ligand docking and mm-hmm. also spartan for certain classes so there are yes. a lot of stations that are available when it comes yes. to teaching chemistry content even chemistry LibreTexts, yes that's so a good resource as well so weird. How do you maintain view of the bigger picture in your career and in your life in general? How do you keep perspective as, <sighs> a, person, as a person?
1: Okay. I, 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 One of the things that I try to do is, is, is I strive to constantly improve myself. Okay. I, I, I oh, You know, you have to, you cannot become, you, in, in education, you cannot allow yourself to become stagnant. Because before you know it, you'll become that, that, that you know, 800-pound gorilla in the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so constantly I've been trying to improve myself in terms of, um, you know, exposing myself to the, the, whatever it is that might be trending or whatever it is that might be, you know, the breaking um, things in education or whatever. Um, the other thing that I, I, I don't compromise my beliefs okay. or my ethics, yeah. irrespective of the situations that I'm in. Mm-hmm. Because I believe that you have to be you. You have to be true to yourself. I agree. And that's one of the part, one of the areas in which I really, you know, I I, I strive to, to 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 continue to be who I am, you know, and don't lose sight of the, the, you know, the the big picture. Yes, we're in education. Yes, we're making a difference. Yes, these are some of the things that are happening. But then, you are still responsible to be the better version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Day, you know, and so that's what I try to do because. With me being a better version of myself, when I come to my students, I could I could demand a better version of them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You understand? I agree. I, we could say to themselves, you know what? He's not shortchanging me because he is also trying to. The thing that he's asking me to do, he's not. He's trying to do it for himself.
0: You know? I agree. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. So, um, how have you been adaptive and creative in the field of science? What what would you say has complemented you being effective so long as a teacher in education? Um, what would you say has allowed you to be creative in how you instruct or adapt to the different conditions? Um, what, what would you say has been a complementary factor? How have you done yeah, it?
1: No problem. Um, you know, for, for quite a long time or quite a significant number of years, you know, you've been accustomed to doing things a particular way or you know, getting things done and getting, you know, pretty good results. But I think COVID-19, as I said before, was a curveball. It really threw a spoke in the wheel of educators and it really caused us to take a hard, introspective look at the, the programs and the learning and the teaching and learning materials that we were producing and we were, you know, making available to our students. And so I was forced. When you see when COVID hit and everything shut down, and we had to go virtually, I was forced, as so many other educators were, to 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 really search for 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 other ways of reaching the students. Mm-hmm. Because you know it it wasn't it, it wasn't just easy to it wasn't just okay to just talk and get their attention. You had to grasp their attention. And so, um, Google certification was one of the things that I really turned to and it, I think it really helped my creativity. Okay. Um, yes, I, I used the, um, almost the whole suite Okay, so that's good. things, you know, I used, um, the Google forms for, for, for multiple choice, um, testing, um, use the Google slides, um, for, for presented material.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, we, 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 got um collected material uh, information and put it in google sheets all of those so you know it really gave me an opportunity to um you know expand your repertoire expand my repertoire yes um i also talked about ck12 um very good digital content and uh, one of the things that they allowed us that, that they allowed me to do after i was certified with them is they allowed me to um what is the word i'm looking for they allowed me to be able... They have a textbook.
0: Uh-huh.
1: It's a digital textbook. But to they contribute me to me,
0: digital textbook?
1: Yeah. They allowed me to make um, the relevant changes that I might... So that it might be more relevant to my students. Okay. So okay. that was that was awesome in itself because the students, they, they love the content. Okay. So, um, but some of the things were not necessarily, um, you know, tailored for
0: contextually specific yes
1: yes so i yeah. had to then use my um creat- creativity to you know try and weave in those things i agree add those things in and um you know it, it, it's 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 not a finished product but of course it's something that is an ongoing project for me
0: okay that's good so mr born can some, can you explain what is ck12 for those who may not know or we may yeah. want to google it or yeah. find out about it what's ck12
1: no problem ck12 is um, it's it's an educational platform uh-huh. it seamlessly integrates with um, your learning platforms such as Google um, Classroom or you know um, whatever LMS that you might have we uh-huh. of course use Google Classroom and what it does it presents the material in, in a way that um, you know I, I've never really seen it before okay. next because what it does it offers for every topic that you do There's a little bit of reading, there's Mm -hmm. video to watch. There Mm -hmm. are always some questions that they would ask you to see how well you were, um, you were grasping the material. Mm -hmm. Um, They are simulations. They are animations. Wow. The part that I love is what is called adaptive learning. Mm -hmm. So when it's time for the students to practice, Mm -hmm. what they would do is they would start asking questions. There are three different, um, difficulty levels. Mm-hmm. There's easy, the medium, and the hard. Uh-huh. So what they do is when they ask students a question, and if they see that they're struggling, for say, on the medium questions, mm-hmm. then what they do is they, 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 from the reservoir of questions that they have, they kind of tailor it back for that particular student, mm-hmm. so that student then is able to get more confidence, build up their confidence on maybe easier questions before they tackle the more difficult ones. Wow. And and so, yes. that this is good. That, Sounds that, like that a good
0: resource, been, Mr. Boyne. Yeah, and a really, really good, good resource.
1: Design. And so for anybody who's looking up, looking for that, you could just go to ck12.org,
0: mm-hmm.
1: sign up as a teacher, and um, they are always running, um, I think in the summer especially, they run the certification programs, mm-hmm. and of course they could then go, you know, jump, jump. For, head first after that, that's it. Yeah, that's good. You know, yeah, to make yeah, sure man. the students
0: get the resources they need. That's right, that's right. So how have you sort of found the right environment for you to thrive scientifically and intellectually? So what <laughs> led you to choose University of Guyana? What led you to choose Bishop Michael Eldon school to teach at? Um, why yeah. did you choose those institutions?
1: Well, I tell you what, um, when I, in, in Guyana, it, I wouldn't say it was much of a choice. Okay. Guyana, the University of Ghana is the is the premier um, um, tertiary educational facility okay and, um, so when I when I came out from high school I worked pretty briefly in the banks because I didn't have the money to go to school I, okay I didn't have money to, to go you know to pay for tertiary education yeah and it wasn't until after I got a scholarship that I was able to go there so the scholarship so it kind of like um, pushed me in that area. But I always believe that God works things out the, in 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 ways that you can't understand. I agree. So that when you think that you should have gone here or gone there, He knows exactly what it is that you needed, and I think that that was a good, a very good experience for me because um, one, it allowed me to to I, I, at that time I wasn't very uh, mature as a person. Okay. It allowed me to mature really, really well. Um,
0: yeah.
1: And 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 it was there that <laughs> I really developed the love for teaching because you know um as you know when you're in in um in college or university at a certain level especially if you're upholding a certain gpa the lecturers then come to you and ask you are you willing would you be willing to do some tutoring
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: yes and so yeah. that's how i really got started mm-hmm. um, found that there were people who were constantly coming to me for you know for help could you explain yeah. this to me? I don't understand this.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. Uh,
1: you know, that, as I did it more and more, I realized, hey, this is something that I could definitely do.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: um, I had people who used to come to my home and, you know, you know, seek me out more or less for me to well, explain t- I mean,
0: concepts to them.
1: Concepts that that they probably, they did not get when the lecturer did it. Uh, yeah. They, that good. in itself, you know, give me this impetus that, hey, Maybe I could, you know, you know, do. Um, get involved in a career in education. Um, yeah. Bishop Michael Eldon. Uh, um, I was working at the sugar corporation back home mm-hmm. um, as a chemist, and it, it was a very good job. Um, but of course, in terms of the finances, it, it didn't really allow me to do what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And So Bishop Michael Eldon, um, that opportunity came up through a, a friend, of, a friend, uh, a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. She introduced me, and um, it was a home run since <laughs> since I've been, you know, I've, I've come and not I've not taught at any other school since yeah. I've come to Bahamas, you know. So yeah. we're going on 17, 17 years now.
0: Wow, this is good, Mr. one. I'm glad you taught me. I've benefited <laughs> in, a lot of ways, yes. in a lot of ways from you teaching <laughs> me. And I would say the same thing. You know, even in university, I tutored as well. You know, mm. when I first started tutoring, I first started tutoring at Taylor University, where I tutored mm. general chemistry and organic chemistry. And yes. Of course, I was paid, but I loved tutoring so much that even in graduate school, I tutored for free. Wow. I some students yes. for free, even with my busy schedule. I tutored exactly. some students for free. And, and,
1: and that's and when you through. know that it's a yeah. part of you.
0: Yeah. That yeah. you, you don't necessarily
1: look for the remuneration, yeah. But, you know, you you recognize that this is something that, you know, um, somebody needs and you have. You know, mm-hmm. I always remember the scripture says freely have you received. In really a lot good. of cases, you've received a lot. You know, some cases we had to pay for it, of course.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: I I think of it like this: there are some people who have poured into me and mm-hmm. make me who I am, and so yep. I. It's it's just the recipients is that kind of reciprocal nature niche- nature yeah of, i agree you know, getting back into it and giving it pouring into somebody else's you know
0: yeah life. it's better to give than to receive definitely man Yeah. <laughs> so what have been your most actually how do you maintain a balanced life given all your responsibilities and accomplishments so how do you maintain balance mr bond you know you're busy you're teaching a yeah the street also have a personal life i how tell do you, you. I-
1: how <laughs> need balance
0: I tell you, well,
1: the thing about it is that the students sometimes they how they be how they behave. They, sometimes they think that all that you do is teach. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. they think that when they go home in the evening, you you you, you take a bath right from school and <laughs> <laughs> you sleep there in the night and you're ready to go again early. In the oh, well, that's funny. Eat breakfast you at know? the school. You live yes, at the school. Have breakfast and everything, but you know, but but um, I do have a a, 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 a life outside of school Mm -hmm. and i work really hard at trying to maintain that balance because i believe that balance is is the key for you you know getting ahead in any area you must be balanced i agree learn to walk that fine line of balance so for me um i'm involved in church Mm -hmm. i have responsibilities of church and so that is one of the you know one area that you know i i when i sometimes i feel like i'm Overwhelmed with work at school,
0: mm-hmm.
1: there's an outlet there.
0: I agree.
1: Yeah, I, I also love fishing. Oh yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> I, even okay. I haven't gotten a chance to do a lot of that lately.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's I have fair. rods
1: and stuff, and so whenever mm-hmm. you know it's 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 getting tough and it's getting too much for me, mm-hmm. I find myself somewhere on a beach, you know, or, or in a canal, and I'm fishing, and for me, it's therapeutic. I agree. Yeah. Yes, I I am able to you know relax my mind, get fresh perspective, mm-hmm. uh, you know be able to be rejuvenated. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know those are some of the things that um I do um also I when at high school I was an avid sportsman. Okay. But of course I can't play that those sports now.
0: And oh I yeah, a... a lot of
1: them. I watch a lot of them. I love. I love Watching basketball, cricket. Um, soccer. Then the soccer World Cup was just the other day, so
0: mm-hmm.
1: watch that. Um, you know, I watched a lot of those games. Um, so okay. I even watch golf. My wife doesn't understand it, but <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, that's good. So yeah, you have outlets. Yes, they are. Yeah. You must have outlets. You. I must. agree. I agree. Yeah, for me, it's my, it's me also watching tennis as well mm. as playing some tennis. Working yes, I know out. that
1: you played, right? You, you, yeah, I played tennis yeah. a lot
0: in high school. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely having balance. Like one of my former mm. guests, one of my colleagues from Georgia Tech, mm. um, Mr. Sharifali, he told me that he approaches from the perspective of balance in different compartments. If you view life in compartments, whether it be social, faith, mm. work having balance without, throughout those compartments yes, don't you know, if you skewed to one area you can mm-hmm. kind of adjust because it's a constant adjusting it's a constant adapting yes, yes. it's a Not push and just,
1: pull here yes yeah. always mm-hmm. yeah. yes. I agree with that whole idea.
0: yeah so what would you say as complement your success as a teacher would you say it's the mentors you've had the study that you do, the prep that you do, your lesson plans, how you approach teaching the student, your teaching philosophy, what would you think complemented to you being successful as a teacher? All right. <laughs> um, for me, one of the most important things that you could
1: do is create a rapport with your students. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So creating rapport. So for me, I, I, I always, I want to create an environment that is oftentimes relaxed, but it's respectful. Okay. We have students, you know this this teaching learning environment is, is something that is a dynamic. You know, um, mm-hmm. joke and we laugh. I always tell a student come came back to me the other day after many years of grad, a couple of years of graduating, and said, Mister Bond, how come you're still here? I said, I've always found a way to laugh. Wow. I've always found a way to laugh because you know it's it's sometimes work can be tough. Yeah, sometimes I agree. The, 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 you know everything that you have to do can wear down on you. But for me, I always look for an opportunity that I can find, a, you know, something to laugh at, something to make a little joke about, yeah. you know. Um, and, and so that's one of the things I, I want the students to understand that, that the environment that we create in class must be one where they're not afraid to, to, to you know, to make mistakes. Yeah, I agree. They're not afraid to, to express themselves. Yeah. You know, you go into some classes and they don't want this, you know, it's like a censorship the teacher doesn't want the student to say anything. I'd be the first to tell my students, I don't know everything. Yeah. Especially in this digital age, I don't. Same know here. Same
0: understand. here. Understand? And sometimes
1: yeah. somebody could bring something to the table that I've never even considered, never even looked at, yeah. never even you know you know had the ability or the the, 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 the opportunity to, to 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 look at. And mm-hmm. so I embrace those things. You know, yeah. I want them to think critically. Yeah. So those are the things. I think the other thing is I, I, I listen. Okay. I, I show empathy. Okay. I think those are the things that that help me to become successful as a teacher because people who are I haven't I don't even teach mm. find their way into my classroom. Okay. You understand? Yeah. Um And so that, those are the kind. I think sometimes we look for the for the uh, grandiose. Technical, and the you know the the the, the 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 traditional but i think teaching is there's a human aspect that you I can agree. never overlook
0: i agree
1: you understand when the students are able i always remember somebody telling me he says if the students trust you and like you they're able to learn from you a whole lot better
0: mm-hmm. you yeah. understand
1: and I so agree. that's one of the those you know that's always been my watchword you know create that environment where students feel safe students feel like they could come and they could say mr born this is what is happening this is what is going on at home um, this is why i can't give you your homework uh, this is uh, and know of, of course they're the ones who will try to use that uh, <laughs> to get up together you know get around you but mm-hmm. there are often genuine cases with children who are struggling with some difficult, difficult situations and I agree. You have to be able to understand, uh, you know, uh, somewhat what they're dealing with and be <laughs> able to help them through those, you know, to navigate those areas in their lives. And, and, and yeah. that's where that's where teaching becomes more than just the curriculum. It becomes teaching, um, you know, them for life and giving them life skills that they could use to, to I agree. Make, navigate, you know, so... I think that those are the things that I mentioned. Those are the things that I found most impactful for me Mm -hmm. as a teacher. Mm -hmm. Yes. I create. Yes. I teach. Yes. You know, um, you know, people come and they write, yeah, Mr. Bowen is a good teacher, whatever. But for me, all of those things, those compliments stem from the fact of the kind of person that I am and how I'm able to help them get over these hurdles. I agree. To, you know, you know, blossom. I agree. Students, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Mister So Thank I have a man. quick question. I have a quick <laughs> question. Um, how do you go about teaching students of different abilities? Cause you enter, you teach a classroom with students with differing abilities. Yes. How do you go about it is it like you tell your instruction to them or do you tell how you assess them or is it a complement of all of those things
1: man sometimes you you as a, as a teacher you have to come up with the whole gamut okay. <laughs> yeah. meeting, that there are times when you are able to pull them aside you know the other class the other members of the class can move forward or they are doing something or you 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 particularly you you you, you when you develop your lessons you have some component this person might be not so good at, at chemistry but they're good at acting or they're good at whatever and so you always try to see if there's somewhere you could bring in that kind of you know that kind of um spark to your lesson that they okay. get an opportunity to act pulling students out and and sometimes just get into the bottom of who they're struggling
0: yeah i agree so, really so, go you know, through
1: yes and sometimes you would realize yeah. that you pull them out and sometimes the thing that they were struggling to have to, to understand in a classroom setting, they're able to understand in 10, 15 minutes. Because what? They're now in your... They're only. It's only you and them
0: they mm-hmm.
1: are afraid of of, of of sounding, oh, hey, this that I said might sound stupid or this that I say might might, might embarrass me. So they're able to kind of open up themselves. Yeah. And, you know, from there, you, you're able to deal with the situation and pull out more. But um, of course, no. You know, when you when you look at um, you know data, uh, teaching um, styles, and all of that, you recognize that they, you cannot just bring one thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: all the time. You gotta give students the, uh, an opportunity to to express themselves in various ways, and so. Mm-hmm whatever whatever it is you know um, sometimes it's uh, you know you you find that somebody's failing your test but you give them a brochure to, to, to create and they are excellent at that yeah. Or, you know the digital skills are off the chains you mm. know um, and and so you, you you try to use those things now to help to motivate them mm. and to, you know help them to see that hey I could do it. I might yeah. just do it in a different form. Uh-huh. I definitely do it.
0: Yeah, so as you teach, you reach the person where they are with their gifting, exactly. with their skill, and make yes. sure that the concept is learned. That's good, yes. Mr. Vaughan. That's very good. So how have you maintained vision and teamwork in your classroom, in your environment? How do you maintain <laughs> vision and teamwork?
1: The overall yeah, vocal... Well, one of the things that is 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 uh, of prime importance is the input of your students and, and the call and your coll- and, and my colleagues. Okay. So I always, I'm always open to what somebody has to say. Sometimes, you know, we could be these egotistical individuals that, you know, mm-hmm. think that I am, I, I could do this all by myself. I've been doing it, you know. I was my only child for my mother, you know. And so I, for, the, for a lot of my life, I lived a, alone. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes, you know, I have to shake myself out of that. That, hey, I'm not an island. I agree. Myself. I have yeah. to, you know, I embrace you know what somebody else is saying and so i am happy for you know um teaching partners
0: um, mm-hmm.
1: you know we share resources we share ideas we share strategies the uh-huh. ones that work and the ones that don't work <laughs> i know? agree
0: i agree <laughs> um
1: we bounce ideas off of each other uh, um you know um and it's the, the other thing that i do is i do my own i i, I do self-evaluations okay how, yeah. how am i you know did I really do the best that I could in this area? Did I really teach this like I could? Or is this the best that I could have done?
0: Uh-huh. Uh,
1: you know, collaborations. Don't mm-hmm. be afraid to pull people in, and 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 with and, and with me saying that <laughs> I haven't forgotten you, sir. So <laughs> I know that we are, you know, we we are at a busy point of, of school, but I will definitely you reach know, out take, to me. Take you take you up on your offer to come in and to. And to, and to share with my students because definitely what you have is you have a wealth of knowledge to offer. Thank you, thank you. And, um, you know, I want the students to be uh, exposed to, you know, some of the thoughts and the, the things that go on in your mind and how you present <laughs> things and set things up. So Yeah, man, you're yeah. very kind. Thank
0: you, so Mr. Boer. <laughs> thank you. Yeah,
1: welcome,
0: so, so I have two questions, two scenarios before we start to wrap up. Two scenarios. Yes. Um, how do you deal with the lack of resources because we, we're on the ground, we're on Grand Bahama Island. Mm. How do you deal at, on one of the best schools in the island? So, how do you deal with the lack of resources when you encounter that? And even uh, in each, what do you do? Uh, how do you approach uh, it?
1: That is one of the most difficult things that I have had to deal with. Um, mm. you know, um, just things that are uh, sometimes that you think that every science lab should have and it doesn't have it, mm-hmm. um, I, I, you know i am always it always pains me whenever you know students come and ask me um you know you explore a concept and they said hey could we look at that or could we do that and you said you know what unfortunately we don't have that that's one of the most that's one of the most difficult things for me to say to my students and so sometimes what we have to do is we have to get creative i came from guyana, mm-hmm. <laughs> and in guyana we are we are resourceful people Mm-hmm. and so sometimes we have to come up with, with different um, it might not be the same experiment but it is a similar experiment that the mm-hmm. concept is still there they're still able to uh, you know deal with that or um it might be something that chem- we don't have the particular chemical but we could use something a household chemical mm-hmm. something that you could use you know so those are some of the things that uh, you know you really have to you know, and, and you have to stay on top of your game to know what is available and what is not, mm-hmm. which, you could, which you could bring to the classroom. Um, sometimes, unfortunately, we've had to put our hands in our own pockets and, and, uh-huh. and get things. Um, sometimes we've had to approach parents um, you know, to, to to help us out with, with some of the materials, but yeah. those are some of the things that, um you know, um, I, I remember at one time Pharmacem um, one of the other um, local organizations. They were just compiling a list um, of things that they wanted to, you know, get to our, into our labs. Um, unfortunately, I think that we had um, Dorian and COVID and all of that, and that kind of petered out. But, you you know, the, the, the from the, you know. Onset. From the, yes, from, from getting, getting people from the outside of business community to help.
0: Public-private partnership.
1: Yes, yes, you could yeah. also. So those are some of the things that I do. You know, get the parents involved where necessary because once a parent knows that this is something that's going to enhance the, the education of their child, and they could afford it, mm-hmm. they will do. It. They will get. They will get on board. Yeah, um, you know, if it's something that I could make mm. or I could facilitate, mm. I do it. Um, yeah, you know, I agree. So those are some of the areas that I we get around. That and, 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 and I can't leave this one out. Um UB UB mm-hmm. has been a tremendous help. Yeah. Because they've offered, you know, I you know, after talking to um,
0: the relative faculty, know, yeah. Relative
1: faculty members and so on, those people that use my room, they've always given me the go ahead, you know, use whatever you need. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and so we've been able to um, utilize some of the things that they've had. To help enhance what we want to present to our students, and so yeah.
0: that,
1: is, that is something that is, you know, definitely has been has been a plus for for us there. But um, we still have yeah. I mean, the chronic shortage.